This episode of RFK Refugees is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to ensure that there are future episodes and help this show grow, visit patreon.com slash rfkrefugees. That's patreon.com slash rfkrefugees. Enjoy the show. Welcome in, folks. RFK Refugees podcast coming to you on a Sunday evening to make this available for Monday. Uh, John, uh, how you doing, my friend? Ten John here, as always. John, how you doing? Just doing great. Just can't you know? Can't complain. I made some chocolate chip cookies this weekend. Yeah, man. That was cool. Yeah, I had man. Some Chipotle just now. So oh. everything is you know, food wise, just killing it right now. Chipotle is good, man. I had some. I had some tacos after the kickers game that were just like killer. I went to like a local taco place, nice, and got some tacos. They were great, and the kickers got a zero zero draw, so that was great. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all that happened this weekend. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Patreon.com slash RFQ Refugees, Twitter.com slash RFQ Refugees, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Vamos. Vamos. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We we will not shy away from what happened. From the debacle that was DC United versus LAFC. Let's bring it down a little bit. We, that was a little too hyped of an opening. We do not shy away, do we, John? Don't shy away. We haven't had to do this in a while, though. I know. It feels weird. It feels weird. When's the last time we had like a debilitating loss that we were like like pissed off about? I'm trying to remember. Because it's, it's been a while. It's probably, I mean, certainly it was pre... I, I, I'd say the TFC game last year comes to mind. The one where they like went up three, it was like three nothing, and then ended up drawing three three. That was pretty debilitating. That was pretty much like everything's over. That's the last sort of like debilitating loss like I remember. And, and that was again that was on the road. That was or that, that was a tie even. But I still felt bad. Um, but John, when, when's the last time you can remember something this bad for DC? Oh, it's tough. I feel like I've I've blocked out like wallopings at home where we're shut out. I feel like I've, I know that I've experienced them because I was a season ticket holder in 2013. So I know that I've seen them. Uh, but I think I've just, you know, sun, uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind myself <laughs> and just wiped them out. So yeah. I don't know. It, it, Got it the procedure a, it done. Feel- <laughs> the, it, it, definitely. I, I remember talking to my wife after the, I think the third goal went in, I was like, I mean, it's nice outside. At least it's nice. <laughs> and it's, there's that. That's it's the problem, cold. John. It got nice. Cold. It got nice. We couldn't intimidate anybody anymore. That's what happened. That's totally uh, maybe it's possible. <laughs> In case you uh, you all probably know, uh, DC United um, suffered a four nothing defeat um, to LAFC. Uh, straight red card for Wayne Rooney in about the around between the 50th and 60th minutes, sometime around then. Bad day. Bad Saturday. Um, I lugged a TV and an antenna out because the game was on uh, the big Fox uh, to watch the game. And I got there, set it all up and they were already down one, nothing. And then I watched for about another 20 minutes and then they were down three, nothing. And I'm like, well, this is over. Let me just go grab another beer, eat some food, interact with some people and just kind of just hope for the sweet release of death. (laughs) That is DC at this point. Um, Let's uh let let's uh, let's start out because um so I I of course was watching during a tailgate which is not the best way so I sat down I said I gotta you know at least get through parts of this game um it didn't start out all that bad I in my opinion the first like ten minutes 
Um, I thought DC played pretty much like they had played the past few games. Um, I think they got at least a couple of a chance, couple of chances. Um, they didn't look out of their element. Um, then of course there was the the PK call, which Bill Hamid saved, which again rarely ever happens. Um, it Almost seems ever. like it seems like like maybe the Columbus game with the PKs uh, kind of like regained Bill's confidence on penalty kicks because uh, he made a pretty good save on that PK. And I think we all thought, hey, this is hey, this is the this is a catalyst moment. We got this, you know. LA gets a chance. Um, it, it didn't turn out that way. But let's talk about those first ten to twelve. I forget it was like ten fifteen minutes before things all went to hell in a handbasket. So, so I was late uh, because I sat in almost two hours of traffic to get there. So yeah. I got there in the fifth minute. You were not the only one. Um, I had one of my friends who goes up for the games from Richmond. He said traffic was terrible. He had a whole calamity sort of issues. Seemed like a lot of people had issues. And I and I watched the game sort of on TV. There there weren't a whole lot of fans there for about the first ten minutes of that game. Um, so not a not a good look for the traffic. Yeah, it was not great. Uh, so there's that. I think that, like you said, I think from the first from the fifth minute, once I actually got there and got in my seat, and uh, until the penalty. Uh, it looked like a normal DC United game. Uh, it was kind of going both ways. They looked a little dangerous in the attack. Uh, after the penalty, though, uh, that didn't was not the case anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like someone flipped the switch. It's like someone pulled the uh, the power plug from the controller at that point, and it it all turned a different direction. But like you said, uh, nice to see, nice to see Bill make a save. Nice to see the 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 team defending after the fact. I think Burnbaum got one very from a very close range right into the nuts. Uh, but he just. His wife is pregnant already, so that's fine. It's not a really big deal. Um, but it was uh, after that. I think uh, <laughs> after that is when the, when the fun really starts, though. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, let's talk about the first goal right off the bat. Um, the first goal from David Villa. Um, nope, I, nope. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> not no. He said David Villa. Oh, sorry, Jesse David. Villa. Sorry, I meant Carlos Vela. Jeez. Jeez, my wife's in the other room. She, she's not gonna like that. Um, <laughs> she gets stabbed. <laughs> she's gonna come yell at me like right now on the on the on the microphone. Um, but yes, Carlos Vela. Um, so it was kind of a it was a weird like play where DC had the ball in the middle of the field. I think it was Moreno that I I, th- I believe it was Moreno that sort of laid a pass, and you sort of see like Canals kind of like gingerly kind of walking around it. And like like he's playing up, and then suddenly he realizes, oh crap! There's an LAFC player right there, and I forget who pounces on it. One of it, one of the LAFC players sort of pounces on it, dribbles down. DC's got a break. Um, I think it was. No, I think the second goal was when Haro yeah. was kind of caught up. Um, but basically, the team sort of gets caught, you know, on their heels, and uh, Via scores a absolutely incredible goal. I don't think there's any any stretch of the imagination. That's a world class goal. That's a striker that's you know on fire and on target. And it's one nothing LA. And you kind of hope that the team would have a response then, but it definitely seemed like they were like, "Oh crap, this is not how this is supposed to go. This is not in the script. Um, what do we do?" And it kind of just got worse from there. Really, um, there 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 wasn't all the the team lost this game in the midfield. Canals Moreno, Canals especially did not do a good job. Uh, I don't think Rodriguez really added anything. Um, Ariola was kind of invisible. Um, this team got absolutely pasted in the midfield, and that's really where they lost the game. Yeah, I think uh, Vela's goal was 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 good. I think that the each I think uh, two of the first three, you no, know, maybe the first three goals were the result of a disconnect between the midfield and the defense. 
uh, and being slow to react. So one thing I've been talking about all year long is about how quick the team is, how quick each individual player is at uh, identifying the outlet, identifying where the ball should go at pressure. Uh, and that did not happen today. I don't, don't know what the reason was. It looked like everybody forgot to drink coffee. Um, the ball would be passed towards a player. The pe- a player would not have real, would did not realize that it would happen, and they're always flat-footed. Uh, I, I said at the time that was Canals' worst 20 minutes as a DC United player. Uh, I still think that's true. I watched the um, I watched the highlights again, uh, not actually in the stands, and it's all a little bit closer. Uh, it wasn't just him. It wasn't it, 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 the the mistakes were were communal mistakes. I think uh, for the most part, uh, there was there was a cascading failure each time a mistake happened. So the team, I forget who it was in, in the post game. It might have been Burnbaum. It might have been someone else. But they basically said that after the first goal, they're like, oh well, this this isn't the way it's supposed to happen here. So let's let's fix that. And then them them being too aggressive and stretched out to get the the answer enabled the second goal to happen that much easier. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a bad thing. It happened very quickly. And the the second goal, similar to the first one, uh, was another was another area of where it was a, it was the, the triangle of Canals, Moreno, and Briant. Maybe Yara was was Yara coming back on that one? Well, see, I think what happened is, is DC had possession, and so Yara was kind of pushing up. You can see him sort of go forward, and then he doesn't realize that DC loses possession, and then that's when Diego Rossi is able to slide in, and he has you know acres of space. Um, and makes a really nice finish. I believe that's what was happened it, on the second goal. Was it Yara or McCann? McCann I know McCann. No, got it was up. it was Yara. It was Yara. Okay. McCann was on the left. Yara was on the right. So that's that's that whole situation right there. So um, I mean, I can't really blame you know Leonardo uh, Hara right there because he's doing what he's there to do, which is to push forward. When the team has the ball, they want him pushing forward because it creates a lot of complications for the other team. Um, it's just unfortunate that, you know, a central midfield that has been so reliable at sort of holding the ball and dominating that area of the field this this year so far um, just didn't today. And Hara gets caught, has to race back, and by then it's too late because you got a guy like Diego Rossi who's a fantastic striker. And if it weren't for Carlos Villa, he probably would be up for MVP discussions, um, certainly. But, um, I mean, it's it was a combination of... LAFC, I think, playing a good game and DC just not being every stretch of the ball. Acosta was invisible. Rooney was invisible. Again, you can probably point to the disconnect um, in the central midfield. But, um, I mean, just every every single position across the board, DC was second best. And there, there's no question about that. I thought Ariola, I actually thought Ariola played, of the players in the field, played the best. I feel like he had the most intensity throughout the game. He didn't get tired. Uh, even when they were 3-0 down, he was running across the field, uh, diagonally to, to, to put pressure on players. Um, other players weren't doing that. Um, after the after the third goal, uh, Rooney, this is in the first half. Was the second the third goal in the end of the first half, or did yes. it happen? Yes. It, it did. It was 3-0 by halftime. I'm remembering yep. that now. Yep. Um, the, there were times where Acosta and Rooney just stopped playing and threw their hands up uh, on, on opportunities where they should have both had the ball. They were both frustrated by either tactics or the way that their midfield was playing or the way that they, each other was playing. No one was on the same page. Passes, it was just it was like a it was like a different team. Basically, yeah. the, team, the team we've been seeing play for this long with a cohesive at, attacking philosophy where each player seems to know and be in the other players' heads. Uh, LA just put them off completely. Um, but Ariola, I thought 
kept with it the whole game. He didn't have a very productive game, but nobody really did. Nobody did. Um, <laughs> and so a four nothing loss, and a four nothing loss, the losing team hardly has anybody productive. Let's be serious. For so, like for instance, DC United's player of the game on social media was the fans, which is the right thing to do <laughs> because nobody else was the player of the anything. So that that's that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, another thing to point out, I think that uh, you know, we'll probably get more attention than it should, maybe, but who knows? Um, Lucho when he came off was not happy and not just happy because he was being pulled off. Uh, but he seemed to have words for Ben. Uh, and when he came off, he covered his hand. Uh, he covered his mouth with his hands. So you couldn't see what he was saying. Uh, but it was very clear that he was telling Ben something as he was being pulled off to me. So, you know, I'm, I'm in one Oh four trying to look down, but to me, my, the vibe I got was something like you messed these tactics up. This, this game did not go right from the start. And I think that, I think that, Whatever you decided to do didn't work. That was the feel that I got from him. I mean, he he played poorly. Rooney played. Everybody played poorly, and that's you know that's eighty-five to ninety percent of the battle. But to, you know, some of that's mentality. That's that's theoretically Ben's responsibility. Although I still don't understand that because these are professional players, and if you can't get yourself up, then what are you doing? Um, but tactically, uh, LA seemed to have an answer for everything, mm-hmm. and their and their counterattack is scary. And mm-hmm. that seems to be the, that seems to be where t- this team suffers. Uh, I don't think this team suffers with as much with teams that are constantly on the front foot. Cause I think our, I think our defensive pressure up front can stifle those teams that want to water the ball, but teams that are sort of okay with not having to have 60% of the ball and just turning on a dime with a turnover and then putting pressure on their passes in, in the counter were perfect inch. Perfect. All yeah. of the goals, the ball was exactly where it needed to be. And the finishes were, were clinical. So it was, to be, you know, we'll see if that anything comes with Lucho being upset about the game. There's people on Twitter, obviously, were like, "Well, that means his head is his head has been turned. Our greatest fear is confirmed." You know, he's thinking about Fenerbahce now. He doesn't care about this team because he had a bad game and hasn't scored a lot of goals. Uh, I am firmly in the do not draw too many conclusions from this game in any way in any area about anything. It, unless we hear something, unless we hear something otherwise, it's an emotional situation. It's a game where everyone knows the state. Well, the the stakes of this. I mean, this is the the what many people consider the best team in MLS versus the second best team in MLS. DC being number two, and they were certainly that now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's certainly second best. Well, I think this is more. This is more, I think, a case uh, potentially, and we'll see kind of how the season plays out um, because I think we're starting to get a sense of kind of who the power players are, um, and DC hasn't really played anybody that's currently in the top. Um, so uh, circle that game against TFC because that one's going to be a, a crucial game um, if we're talking Eastern Conference. Um, but, I, you know, an- another thing uh, that we learned from Pablo Mauro's article um, was that a club uh, that wears red in Manchester was scouting the game uh, between D.C. and uh, between D.C. and L.A. Um, bad timing. Yeah, real bad timing. Um, very bad timing. So, you know, it was sort of mentioned to Acosta. I think uh, Pablo Mauer brought it up that they were out there. He kind of gave him a smile. Um, obviously, bad timing on that part. So I could see that potentially uh, angering Acosta a little bit because he, he he's trying to uh, he's trying to show he's trying to show himself. And when you got suitors coming and you play like and you have a game like that. Um, now again, I would hope scouts would be smart enough to and the, particularly since DC has a game on Tuesday. 
I would hope that DC is, you know, the scouts are smart enough to say, well, everybody was bad in that game and no one was able to really connect with him. So I don't know how you can really, how we can really gain sort of a scout and say that, yes, we know exactly who this play, what this kind of, what kind of player this is. But I mean, still, it's not a good look. And I'm sure Acosta was upset and disappointed that, you know, this was a fantastic opportunity for him to showcase himself. Um, and the whole team did not, uh, did not come to or back him up and made him, uh, look a little bit less. So, um, so yeah, that to add a little bit of fuel to to that uh, to some of that, um, I think that was worthy to bring up. So, um, all right, uh, what else can we draw from this game? Um, Rudy got a red card, um, and I think uh, there isn't a person in the stadium or in the world who would argue that was not a red card. Um, that was the one thing I kind of sort behind me begs to differ. Was that? Oh, the person behind... uh, the person behind me begged to differ. Well, yes, uh, but he also sucked a lot, so. It... That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that. I mean, even Rooney. I, I, you always, I always tell you, and this is when, when I when I was refereeing, and I made a call. You could always tell when the player knew what he did because he would not say anything. He would absolutely keep his mouth shut and just not say anything. Um, some players are different. Some players, I'm sure, even if they do something wrong, they say, "No, no, no, I didn't do anything wrong." <laughs> Dom Dwyer. Um, but. Uh, Wayne Rooney uh, basically, I think, was just it was just a frustrating night. Um, gets dispossessed on the ball, sort of goes two footed, has his stud out, um, collides with. I can't remember the LFC player who he collided with, but he definitely goes studs right into the sort of back part of the leg. And I think in real time, uh, we were watching that at the tailgate, and every almost everybody was like, "That's going to be a red." Like, there's no way that can be a red. Um, and then I, I expected that immediately to go to review, but I guess the referee has to show some sort of card to then issue the review because you could see him in his ear. I'm sure his VR was like, you, you're going to want to take a look at this. What are you thinking? You thinking straight red or are you thinking yellow? And so he gives him the yellow says, okay, let me go take a look at it. And he takes a look at it and you could, you could tell as soon as he, the ref signaled video review and started running over Ben Olsen started like going to his notebook and started hurrying right. around trying to figure out what his taxes were going to be for the next coming up. Um, and, and literally as soon as the referee came over, uh, held up the yellow card, did this, and did the ref the video review signal. Um, uh, Rooney already had his captain arms band off and was already handing it to I think Birnbaum. I'm gonna go ahead and guess because um, I think he's the sort of secondary captain. Um, it, it was pretty much a done call. I don't. I don't it's a stupid play. Uh, maybe it's a blessing in disguise because now he has to rest for the game on Tuesday. Um, anything else we want to draw from this red card, John, or is it just dumb play? I mean- move on. I am excited as hell to watch 90 minutes of Quincy Ameriqua on Tuesday. Hey, like, let's see what we got. Uh, you know what? That's what I'm on the board. That would be fine if I wasn't having to sit there. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I, I think, and, and I talked about it on Twitter, he he gave a very good post game, better than almost a, any post game I've seen as far as being concise, calm, uh, looking at the exact problem and diagnosing it and figuring out how he can get better in 90 seconds. Uh, he's very well media trained. And I think that's part of like his off the field thing. That's part of his this this thing. Um, it will be good to see what we have out of him. I I shudder to think what our offense is going to look like without Wayne because he's been a, a key component of it since he's gotten here. Um, he's never not played uh, since then, except for the uh, did he not play on one away game after he first got here? I think that may have been it. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe. I know. I know he came off the bench um, obviously against Vancouver, um, but DC was already up at that point, so. That. Yeah, so we'll see what we'll see what this looks like. Uh, Costa will have something to approve. I think that 
the good thing about this team is how balanced its midfield has been. And we talked about it last show. So long may that continue. Hopefully America will get some chances. Uh, but I think in a perfect world, I'd still rather have Rooney start and America come in, America come in in the second half. So we'll see if, so I will say this, if you're going to have Wayne Rooney suspended for a game or out for a game in any capacity, Against Montreal without Inacio, Inacio Piatti, probably the best case scenario we could hope for in that situation. Um, Piatti, the, I believe, is reported in Montreal. They're not expecting him to play on Tuesday. He did not play, I believe, uh, their last game. Um, and Montreal's a team that's struggling right now. Um, they're kind of struggling to sort of find an identity. They sort of play well or they get blown out. Um, so I think this is. I think it's good that United has this game. Um, if I'm Ben and I'm doing any type of tape, I'm reviewing like the first 30 minutes of that tape, and then I pull the tape out, and then I pull out a lighter, set it on fire, and throw it away um, because I don't know if there's much else you can really draw. Um, I mean, we didn't even talk about the fact that there was a fourth goal. Um, I don't even know if it's worth discussing at this point. Um, it's probably not even worth discussing at that point. Yeah, the game was I think done, when was you're done. at 10 men, when you're at 10 men, you're not uh, the fourth goal is whatever. That is the point at which I grabbed my grab grab my belongings and headed to the exits. Though, yeah, I will be honest. <laughs> uh, that was that was that was the end. That was all she wrote for me. Yeah. So I guess number one. Uh, so first question. Uh, obviously, we talked about how how rough Canals looked. Do you bench him and bring in Durkin to see what you have with Chris Durkin? Yes or no? Do you bench him on Tuesday? Do you play? I think you try- from a rotation perspective, I think I think it's just the right thing to do with the game on Tuesday after Saturday. Um, I don't think that I don't necessarily think he was bad because he was tired. Although on Twitter or on Instagram, his wife made a comment about him having the flu. Interesting. Uh, either that game or the previous game, she said something like "not bad for the flu." So I'm guessing it was the previous game. Yeah. So that could still be effects with that. You know, he obviously was not going to be forthcoming about it and stuff like that. But it was. Uh, I think you just. I think rotation is probably good in a, in a couple spots. I think that that's probably the smart thing to do. I think you want to see Zoltan, you want to see Durkin, and that's probably it. I wouldn't make any other change, and then obviously the enforced change. I wouldn't be hurrying to get uh, Jalen in. I wouldn't be hurrying to get in uh, Segura. Segura will probably start. I wouldn't necessarily do that. I would like to keep him as a as a you yeah. know. As as we have on our bench, you know, like a a person that can change the style of the game. We don't really have anybody else, and I and I I think it's probably a stretch to say that he is one of those players, um, but that's how I would do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could see you could see Segura up top. I'm just saying, oh. Oh, they they they've talked about that. They talked about how they want to play him as forward. I don't know. I I think you'll see Maracuay out there, but I mean, I, they've been sort of tri- trialing that a little bit. So um, it would and Ben trusts Segura. I did. Did I, I mean? I, I, did Ameriqua make it out there? I, I can't remember. Yes. He did. Yep. So he made it out there for a little bit. So we probably actually will see Ameriqua, um if he's throwing him out there. Probably at that point, once Rooney went off, he's like, "Well, let's just see what Ameriqua can do. Let's get him some some reps because we're yeah. gonna need we're gonna need him on Tuesday." So that, better to not have his first appearance be his first start. I think yeah. that's probably just just knock the knock the cobwebs out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So um, big game. Um, so I guess the, the benefit for this game, at least, is that it was against. A Western Conference opponent, um, you know, in out of conference games, even though it's at home, it's still it's still not a good result. I still it's definitely a result that you're starting to question. Talk of being a supporter shield, you know, contender. Um, definitely, that's getting pushed pushed away a little bit. Um, I, I think you can safely push that away. Um, and the West is very good, so who knows if that even was a, a conversation at this point. It's a long season. We still have a lot of a lot of games to go. Um, LAFC could cool off. 
Um, and we don't have to see them again. We don't have to play them again. We don't have to think about them anymore. Um, they are no longer on our schedule. Um, that's the beauty of out-of-conference opponents only playing one game. Um, but in-conference games matter more. Um, you're stealing points away from your your natural competitors. When you get to playoff time, that's what really matters. Um, and then you can you get high enough seed and you get high enough into those overall rankings, then maybe you get an upset or something happening in one of the playoff games and you make it that far, then you have you set yourself up for a good chance to host MLS Cup. But but yeah, um uh do we do we are we concerned? Is there a, a sense of concern now about this team that maybe didn't exist a few weeks ago? No, I don't think so. I think I think what this did, hopefully, at least for me, I don't think it did this for everybody. I think some people are um on the ledge after that game uh, as, as sort of the want of fans as um, some fans are and right uh, i'm sure it exists across all but dc fans i have always known that's the one it. we know right yes. that's the base we know well and <laughs> yes you know. sky is falling well, henny penny everything yes. yes so i think that this i think i think this is probably a good a good knock in the face i think we have all been high on our own supply for a little bit because of the run last year and the start this season um there were warning signs i think um, that we should have said that this team is not the offensive dynamo that it looks like. Um, defensively, I think we were good and we have been good and, and we've been good because of that linkage play between the midfield, the defense and having our forwards press. But you saw today what happens against a good offense when that connection is not there. Uh, the defense alone cannot repel the invaders, the hordes without, without the full 11 playing team defense. I think what this should do is say, this is not going to be a waltz. This team is good. These 11 players are very, very good when they're on. Depth is a problem like it is on almost every team in MLS. So when things happen, when anything happens to alter the your first choice 11 and something already happened uh, with Joseph Mora being injured and being out for at least a month, uh, things can happen. Bad things can happen. So you have to sort of realize that it's not going to be a straight line, a straight line curve up to the top and then just flat there against for the whole, for the whole rest of the year. Um, we should be looking, I think we should be still targeting uh, top three in the East. I think the East is a weaker division. Mm -hmm. I think the numbers bear that out. Toronto's playing very well and is accumulating a lot of points early on, but for the most part, this is a team, this is a division that we should still be very competitive, even with, I would say a pretty thin bench and, uh, and depth that isn't really giving me a whole bunch of comfort. And really, other than so, the what the East is suffering right now is the East is suffering kind of a, a flip. It's almost like teams that I mean, DC was I think is maybe the one team everybody was talking about being good that is coming through and actually playing well. Um, you're looking at Toronto, which I, maybe people people weren't really talking about them, especially when they lost Sebastian Dravinko. They're flying. Um, then you got teams like Atlanta, New York. Um, New York Red Bulls, who, by the way, have now lost, I think, three home games in a row, I want to say, because I know they've they they uh, or maybe this is just two, but they lost to Orlando and then they just dropped one to, to Minnesota, um, who are an improved team. But I mean, that's really a game at home. You should expect to win. Um, and, you know, so they're they're certainly struggling. Um, New York City FC is struggling. So it's a lot of teams in the East right now that we thought were, were going to be good this year. Um, I can't count the amount of previews that thought Atlanta United was going to be the best team in the East again this year. Um, and it's clearly looking like that is not the case at all. Um, and again, it's early things can change, but right now not looking good. Um, and it's the team and in the West, it's kind of been the expected. Like we all thought Seattle was going to be good. We all thought LAFC was going to be good. Um, maybe not this good, but we certainly thought they were going to be good. Um, and really the only team maybe that's underperforming is Portland. So um, it, it's, it's kind of been flipped in the East and it's been pretty much set in the West. So, 
Um, I, I will say, I think after this game and the other results, you know, notwithstanding, I think we're, I'm, I'm a little bit more tending towards the, I, I know this team is good talented, what, uh, talent wise, but I just think we can kind of sort of look at the other games and say, I'm not sure they're, you know, this was sort of their first test and they failed it. Um, so now they've got a test, uh, you know, without, um, without Wayne Rooney in Montreal, um, they've got on the road against Colorado, um, and then they're going to start getting into some of the tougher games in their schedule. So I think we'll, we're going to start to get a better sense of kind of what this team is. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts after this game. It's a bad loss, but uh, I'm, I'm starting to, to either temper my expectations or to kind of say, okay, I, I need some more. I need some more data. I need some more analysis before I can start calling this team an elite team in Major League Soccer. So. The players seem to the players seem to have gotten that message too. Yes. I think everyone everyone at least you know in their comments and on social media are all like we're just gonna flush this. This was this was bad. Mm-hmm. We sucked. This is not what we expected, and we'll do better. Yeah. And three points has big, to be on Tuesday. Tuesday absolutely. has to be three points, hundred percent. That that tells you that tells you the character of this team, the, how they come out on Tuesday. If they come out flat, then we should be concerned, honestly. Yeah. Uh, not and not just like you know the sky is falling, but literally if uh, Toronto, uh, Montreal played this weekend. Uh, on Saturday for to a zero zero draw, um, we should be more highly motivated for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We should be ready to rock and roll. And if we're not, then then you, not, you need to start being concerned long term. And then say maybe the early start here was a fluke. Yeah, because that that meant the mentality thing is Ben's job, the players' job. And if after that walloping they got on national television on the big the big Fox, not even FS1, <laughs> in front of everybody with the with the uh, the full crew there sitting in the supporters group section ahead of time, like they had the full treatment, they knew all the lights were on, and they just threw up all over themselves. And if on Tuesday they can't bring it right from the first whistle and not wait to get scored on, then they are in trouble. Yeah, you're on Flow Sports this time. It's a little bit less <laughs> less of a right smaller audience, <laughs> smaller audience, very very much smaller audience. Um, and do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about the little the little? No, let's not. There was a little kerfuffle on social media that I was that I was thinking about commenting on, but I think it would be best for us to not do so. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll only say this about that to the guy who went to Rob Stone and said it's called football, not soccer. No, it's soccer. We call it soccer here. It's fine. It's okay. Was he drunk? I didn't see he, it. He was, was probably. He, was he, I mean, he seemed, pff, was okay. it, yeah, he's probably drunk. Uh, but, but that's fine. <laughs> but it is called soccer. Um, it was called soccer. Yeah, they they did the whole. Uh, they did the, so. I I tried to go back and see if I could watch the pregame because um, I missed most of the pregame where they did it inside the fans. Um, so I watched the halftime show, and it's uh it's a little bit about as awkward. I, I think it would have been better if if the team if the game had been close, but I think like everybody was just kind of angry and upset. So there was a little bit of cheering and a little bit of of chanting uh, going on during that during that pregame show. And then this little guy leans over to Rob Stone and said, "Hey, it's called football, not soccer." And Rob's like, "No, you're wrong, bud. It's soccer." And like I'm like, "Yes, Rob, you go, man, you go," um, because it's soccer. Um, I wish he was wearing that like MLS logo like coat jacket <laughs> that I absolutely want to steal at some point. I'm going to find a way to steal it, break into Rob Stone's house and find it and steal it. Um, it's mine. I want it. Um, <laughs> I finally had pupusas in the stadium. Yes. This week. Were they good? I finally did. Yeah, they were okay. They, the red sauce was missing. I was oh. a little upset about that. I don't know. They ran out of it. They also don't give me the discount, the season ticket holder discount oh. because they are independent business. I get that fine, but you know, <laughs> come on. Oh, hook me up. Oh, oh! I put a sticker up on the light pole at City Stadium, so I, I there snap, we go. I snapped that and put it on the social media. So uh, send you your stickers and do that. Um, I guess that's all we have for. Do you have anything else you wanted to add for the game? Or nope, that's it. I think uh, we should all do our own level best to to men in black memory wipe that mm-hmm. one from us. 
and only be left with the the faint the faint glimmer of okay, this team is probably not going to go undefeated and win the supporter shield with a million points. Yeah. I think that's the only thing we should draw from this. Yes, yes, it's going to be it's a tough road. And it's the, it's a long season. Um, I don't think we'll hopefully we're not hopefully we're not remembering this game in September and October because then something went horribly wrong, hor- yep. horribly horribly wrong with the team. All right, uh, patreon.com slash RFQ Refugees, uh, twitter.com slash RFQ Refugees, Facebook, uh, search RFQ Refugees Podcast. Um, we will definitely be back for uh, another show probably Wednesday evening. Uh, we'll, we're going to go do that. And uh, this was kind of just wanted to get this game off our chest so we can move on to happier things. So um, thank you all so, so much for listening. You guys are why we do this show. Uh, review us on iTunes, review us on Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you can review the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Um, put your stick. If you got a sticker from us, put your sticker up. I have one sticker I need to send, and I promise to the person who helped me figure out some uh, better way to watch flow, I will get you your sticker. Just be a little patient with me, um, but your sticker will come. Um, but yeah, I guess with that, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you listen to our Refugees podcast, and we will see you all on when. Well, you'll listen to it Thursday, so we'll see you all on Thursday. <laughs> Vamos, <laughs> vamos.